Welcome to episode 100, woohoo, 100 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. I am so glad that you are here with me to celebrate this, and I am celebrating not with a party. I am not celebrating with a party, but I am celebrating with the number one most important, you cannot have a successful business without this thing, episode here on Business Fabulous. Stick around for the details. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. All right, here we are. Episode 100. Woohoo! Episode 100. Mindset hacks to grow your business. Now, these are not just any old mindset hacks, people. I've got a bunch of them. Get ready to take notes. Number one, and I don't know, honestly, I don't know that these are in any particular order, but I kind of feel like this first one is really, really, really important. So I'm, I'm going to mention it first. And it can be called a lot of different things. Stillness, silence, meditation. You might call it any of those things. Maybe you call it something different. And meditation, you know, there's walking meditations, there's sitting meditations. There's meditative time and space where you are just being. Then there's also meditations where you can listen to. There's a whole podcast of meditations. A friend of mine does meditation minis. Check out her podcast. Shell Hamilton does meditation minis. Oh my goodness, you will love that. It's short meditations, just like it sounds. Meditation minis. Hello, Shell. Shout out to Shell. So being still. Being silent, meditating is so important. And I am not one to be into the woo. In fact, people know me for being not into the woo. People know me for not being into the woo very much. However, I will tell you this. Every single mindset hack and strategy that I am talking about today in this episode, I have used and I have used successfully. In other words, it's helped me. And meditation is something that helps. It really does. In fact, every single night as I'm falling asleep, I use an app and there's a free and a paid version. There are many, many apps now that you can get from your Google Play Store or your App Store. There are many apps now that you can get, both free and paid, that are meditation apps. Well, this one I started using when it first came out, and I wasn't really into it. And I was like, nah, that's not really for me. Well, then, several months ago, because we are still in the midst of COVID-19, of the global pandemic here, And several months ago, I would say about halfway through the pandemic, maybe eight months after it started, I really started having trouble going to sleep. And I knew that part of it was anxiety. 
And part of that was built up, not because there was a global pandemic, but because of everything that had happened because of the global pandemic, right? So I found that about, I guess about halfway through COVID, about eight months after COVID had been around, I really started having trouble falling asleep. And I knew that it was from anxiety and I I just couldn't really put a finger on exactly how to get rid of it. And yes, definitely I should have been exercising more. That is a given, but I wasn't. In fact, I was being much more sedentary because of COVID, I think. Well, anyway, I'm blaming it on that. So I started using the Calm app and there's a free and a paid version. Now I used the Calm app, the free version years ago when it first came out, but I wasn't really into it then. It didn't really help me because I also wasn't into it. So now I really needed something to fall asleep and I use the free version. And then I'm like, you know what? I want more than this. I want more options. And so I did the paid. I am so glad I did. I listened to the daily meditation every single day as I fall asleep, every single day. And it helps me fall asleep every single time. And it's not just because of what they say and how they say it but because they remind me literally to unclench my jaw. And I am telling you, my jaw is clenched. My jaw is tight and clenched as I lie down to go to sleep. And I don't even realize it until somebody reminds me and the Calm app reminds me. So that really, really helps me. And again, they have a free version. And there's a ton of apps out there that have this. So stillness, silence, meditation is my number one. How do you do a walking meditation? You can Google that. There's a whole bunch of information on it. But basically, it's as you're walking, you're very mindful of the steps you're taking. You're either counting the steps, you're counting the steps per X amount of feet, or like I do, you count the number of steps it takes you for each square on the sidewalk. And I have done that for decades without knowing that that was meditation. I had no idea there was a walking meditation possibility. So now you can kill two birds with one stone. So when I count, I try to make two steps per square on the sidewalk because my legs are pretty short. And so I count one, two, one, two, one, two. And as I do that, it is very meditative. It really is. So try it. But even if you don't try that, think, you know, look up, Google a walking meditation or different types of meditations. And you don't have to be trained in transcendental meditation. That's just one type. You can be trained. You can go to learn these things, but you don't have to in order to meditate. Another one, which goes along with this, is exercise. And exercise is really important for many, many reasons, but also because it releases endorphins, which make you feel better. And there are things that also release other chemicals in your body that make you feel better too, like petting dogs releases, I think maybe that's serotonin. So there's all different types of things that you can do that that release certain chemicals in your brain that make you feel better. And exercise definitely reduces so many things, reduces stress, reduces so many things, reduces your weight, all these sorts of things, and also gives you endorphins. Prayer is a third one. If you're taking notes, prayer is number three. And I don't care if you're religious or not. Prayer is really helpful, I think. And prayer has helped me. And mostly 
I'm not really praying to God for a specific thing. A lot of times when people talk about prayer, they're talking about like asking God or asking, I don't know, whomever for something. No, no, I'm not asking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I almost never ask. And that's a different mindset right there. So prayer can be really helpful. You don't have to believe in God. Just pray to a higher power or whatever you want. But I think prayer is really helpful. Yoga is also a fabulous, fabulous mindset hack to grow your business. It really, really is. Yoga is amazing. And even if you don't do like a full yoga practice, you don't have to go somewhere. You don't have to go to a yoga studio. There's tons and tons of free yoga online. I always talk about yoga with Adrian. Yoga with Adrian, look her up. The last time I checked, she had over 6 million followers on YouTube. She's got a slew of free YouTube videos with all different types of yoga practices for all different reasons, all different lengths of time, all different levels of difficulty. And then she also has paid programs besides that. And she has merch. So I was drawn to Yoga with Adrian because somebody had recommended yoga and to me, and they had done yoga and they loved it. And they did not have a yogi's body, in my opinion. Like when I think of a yogi, I think of somebody who's tall and very thin and like really super limber and like zero body fat. That is not me. So I was never into yoga until somebody recommended it to me who also was not built like a typical yogi in my mind. And they really liked it. And I thought, okay, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And I found yoga with Adrian. I was really, really glad I did. And even if you don't do yoga per se, even just stretching, stretch, stretch for 20 minutes. And I am telling you, you are going to feel better. And sometimes when anxiety would get really bad, I will stretch before bed. And that really helps me. Or or sometimes I'll do a whole yoga thing before bed, whatever it is. It really, really does help. And it helps not only because it makes your body feel better, but it's the mindfulness aspect of it. And that gets back to your mindset. And that gets back to being in the proper headspace. That's another app, by the way being in the proper headspace to grow your business. Okay, so the next two things that I'm going to name often get confused, and they're really, really not the same thing, but they tend to be clumped together when we talk about mindset, and that is mantras and affirmations. Mantras and affirmations, they're not the same thing. So a mantra is something that is meant to be repeated, okay? It's a repetitive word or it can also be a sound. It's something that is meant to be repeated and it is meant to be repeated and that calms you, the repetition, and you continue to say it or the um, um, right? You might've heard that before with meditation, right? People will say that and the whole repetition of that is, it really is very calming. And I have done that before. And especially if there's like one particular something or other that you want to focus on, maybe you want to focus on customer service. And so you are going to be still and you really want to provide a great experience to your clients, to your customers. You want to provide great customer service. And you're just thinking, 
customer service, customer service, customer service, and you're just sitting and silent and repeating that phrase. So a mantra is something that is meant to be repeated. You're supposed to repeat it, okay? Now, a mantra may or may not be used with meditation. A lot of times you will, but you certainly don't have to. You can use it completely separately from meditation. An affirmation is something that is often confused with mantras. And you might repeat them, but they don't have to be repeated. They're not necessarily meant to be repeated, but they are basically a sentence and you are affirming that something is going to happen. So an affirmation is something that you want, but you don't have. You don't have it yet, but you want it. And so you are reciting that affirmation as though you have it. Here's an example that I remember from years ago. Someone taught me this one. Money flows to me and through me. Okay, so that's an affirmation. Well, when I first started my business over seven years ago, trust me, I wanted money to flow to me. I wanted money to flow through me. I wanted money to come anywhere in a 500-mile radius of me, and it absolutely was not. And so I would recite affirmations. But at that point, for sure, it did not work for me because I really felt like I was just reciting other people's words, which I totally was. And I also really honestly had no idea what I was doing. And so I was just trying anything and everything that could possibly work. Trust me, I did not have a business mindset at that point. But that's an example of one affirmation. And you can find lists of affirmations and lists of mantras, a whole bunch of information online. You can find a whole bunch of those things. And sometimes it's really nice. This is a really easy thing to do is find like a list of affirmations that you like, write them down, print them out, and then cut them out, cut them out and put them in a jar. And every day, pick a new one out and look at it and recite it. And I think if you say it out loud as opposed to just reading it, I always think that means more, gives more power to it. I think it's more helpful. I think you also pay attention to it more than just kind of reading really fast, right? I think you pay attention to it more because you're actually saying the words. So that can be something that you put into your morning or evening routine or you know whatever you want. So affirmations and mantras, definitely different often get confused. Tarot cards and a daily horoscope and Chinese fortunes are probably three things that you did not expect me to put into the list because I'm I'm known for not being very much into the woo. But I will tell you that I have always loved reading my daily horoscope. And in fact, when I went to sleepaway camp, even when I worked at a sleepaway camp for five years, my mom would send me my daily horoscope and it was really fun to read it. It was really fun. It's always printed in the newspaper and it was really fun to read. Now you can get all of that stuff online. So that was fun. Did it change my life? No, but it was very fun. But some people really do believe in astrology. And so you might want to think about that. Also, Chinese fortunes. Now, We all know as adults, at some point along the line, we realize that there are no bad fortunes inside Chinese fortune cookies. 
And you can buy fortune cookies at the grocery store, by the way. You can buy them by the hundred and they have fortunes in there and they really are the same kinds of fortune cookies that you'll get in a restaurant. And I would do that. I always had them available to my students when I taught and they really liked that. So there's no, there's not going to be a bad fortune, but I will tell you this. There's something very powerful about keeping fortunes that you get from fortune cookies or wherever you get them. There's something really powerful about it. And like I've kept them in my wallet before, or I have like a little, it's kind of like a little stone um, container that I have on my desk. And I've got lots of little things in it. I've got some sterling silver, just little things and little knickknacks, little things. And then also in there, I have some fortunes that I've saved that I just really liked that fortune, or it said something that was really meaningful at the time, or it said something that really made me think, or it said something that I really wanted. And so I kept it. So I think there's something powerful about that. Now, tarot cards. So it does not matter to me if you believe in this or not, but I will tell you, it's really fun and it can provide very interesting, surprising, and thought-provoking things in your life. So if you've never had a card pulled for you, that's what it's called, to have a card pulled for you, think about having someone do it. It's really fun, and they might, in fact, pull a card that has great meaning for you. It usually does for me. Okay, now, quotations. Quotations also goes along with this, right? So There's, oh my gosh, I mean, there's, you know, Barton's book of quotations. There's so many books of quotations that you can get out there and you can find all of this information online. So I would find really inspiring, motivating quotes and I would write them down. And sometimes I will put them on my mirror. Sometimes people take markers that you use for write on wipe off boards. And they will write on their mirror. And then supposedly you can just wipe that right off easily. I've never done that because I don't trust that it's going to come off well. But uh, supposedly it can. So you can write it on your mirror. You can write it on any surface that you can, you know, use to clean off easily. On glass, you can definitely do that. And so having those inspiring, motivating words that were said, whether it was said by someone famous, someone you know, someone you don't know doesn't matter. Someone, it could be unknown, right? The person who said it is unknown. But having things that are inspiring and motivating around you is really helpful. And you can have just a little sticky note with an inspiring or motivational quote or saying or something and put it on your desktop. You can have it on your computer. You can have, you know, keep a journal with inspiring ones and you keep collecting them. And then those you can put back out on social media to inspire your own target audience. So I think that's also really helpful. Journaling is something that I, journaling has absolutely changed my life. Journaling is amazing. And when I was really sick a few years ago, I almost died and I had nothing to lose. (laughs) Literally, I was on my way to death and I had nothing to lose. And I thought, okay, I'm going to try a gratitude journal because I got. I got nothing else here and I'll at least try that. And I had no energy. I couldn't do anything. I was way too sick to work. I couldn't do anything. So I tried that 
And I thought, I'm not going to put pressure on myself. I'm not going to say, I'm going to write in my gratitude journal every morning for X number of mornings or nope, I could barely do it once. But I did it once and I got through it. And then I thought, huh, well, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to try it again tomorrow. And I tried it again and I did it again. And I've been doing it for years now. Sometimes it's not in the morning. Sometimes I can't get to it in the morning and I do it in the evening. Sometimes I'll miss a couple of days, but then I always go back and fill them in. And I start with the same three words, I'm grateful for. And I did this at a time where I didn't think I had anything to be grateful for, but there's always something. And by thinking of at least one thing, at least something that you're grateful for in that day, I am telling you, it's going to turn your day around. It's going to help your mindset. It's going to help your business. It's going to help you personally and professionally. Try it. Let me know what you think. So an accountability partner is something that is hugely helpful for your business. And you might not think of it as like a mindset hack, but I think of it as a mindset hack. Because having somebody who you check in with on some sort of regular basis, it doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be every week. It you know doesn't have to be the same day and time, you know, that kind of thing. But some sort of regular basis, somebody that you check in with and somebody who checks in with you, I think that's really, really helpful. I think it's very powerful. And there's a great podcast. It's called My Accountability Partner. Tell her Bonnie sent you. It's a great podcast. It's all about accountability. And she has accountability challenges on there from time to time, which are really fun to do. I've done them. So having an accountability partner is really helpful. The next one I want to talk about is something that I touched on before, which is a routine, morning routines and evening routines. Now, you don't have to have both and you don't have to have either one, but it's something to think about. And it's definitely helped my mindset. Having a morning and an evening routine is like too much for me. It's like, I think I do have an evening routine, but it's not as obvious as my morning routine. And my morning routine, I had to be really intentional about because I would always forget what was in my morning routine because I'd never done one before. So my morning routine involves making my bed. I think that's really important because it really does. It means if you do nothing else during the day, you have accomplished that thing. You made your bed. It's so important. So making your bed, it involves drinking water. I drink at least 16 ounces of water, hopefully more, because that's then that gets me started on my way to drinking as much water as I need to, because I never drink enough water. I put collagen in my coffee. That's another part of my morning routine. So it's a way that I get extra collagen. As we age, we tend to lose it. And then I've got a couple of other things in there too. One is my gratitude journal. So having a morning and an e- and or an evening routine can be really, really helpful. Setting intentions is the last thing. And maybe that should be should have been the first thing. I don't know. But setting intentions is really, really important. So instead of a to-do list, a to-do list is like, sometimes that's like pressure. It feels like pressure on my shoulders. Here's my to-do list. Here are the 10 things I want to do today. Oh, that's a lot. Why not set intentions and maybe limit it to three? 
So you intend to do this, this, and this today. And you know what? If you do more than those three thises, whoa, that's a windfall. Now you're into the gravy category. Now you've not only done everything that you intended to, now you've done more. And I think sometimes when we are more realistic about our accomplishments, it's a lot easier to reach those goals, right? Putting a longer to-do list does not mean you're going to be more productive. It just means you have a longer to-do list. So setting intentions for the day, I think is really helpful. It's definitely helped me. And saying those intentions out loud, even if you have to do it in the car, because that's the only place where you get to be alone, then do that. Write them down. Try writing them down and saying it. That can be even more powerful. And then this is the kicker. And a lot of times I forget to do this. Revisit it at the end of the day. So you got to write it down so you can revisit it, right? So revisit it at the end of the day. What did you accomplish? Did you accomplish those intentions? Did you accomplish the three things that you set out to accomplish during the day? And you know what? You feel great. When you look back at your list and you're like, I crushed that. Yes, of course I did that. And I did so much more. It's a great feeling. It puts you in a great headspace. It really does. It's a wonderful way to close out your day. That's a little poem too. So I hope these mindset hacks and strategies have really helped you to think more about all the different ways. And these are all free, all the different ways that you can help yourself grow your business. You can absolutely do it. You can crush it. Your business a month from now, two months from now, a year from now can look any way you want it to look. It's totally up to you and you can absolutely do it. I love you. I thank you so much for being here for my 100th episode. I love that you were here is to a fabulous next 100 episodes and a fabulous day. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon.